Today on the GYST podcast, we're talking about four reasons why personal development should be a priority. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Welcome, everyone, to the GYST podcast, otherwise known as Get Your Shit Together. I'm your host today, and with me, as always, is... Glenn Rucks here. Jansen. Scott Chang. Perfect. Hello, everyone. Are you guys ready for an exciting episode? I think so. It's going to be a rough one. Yeah, it's going to be a Rohitless one today. Oh, yeah, we are down one, man. Yeah, we are down one. But we do have a guest in the studio today as well. John? John. Say hello. Yeah, say hi, John. Hey, everybody. Good to be here. I hope I'm going to learn something today, too. Perfect. That's what we want. That's what we want. John is a super fan of ours. (laughs) <laughs> he oh. subscribes to our OnlyFans. Mostly joking. I All right. I was your OnlyFan. Yep, <laughs> I was going to say, it's no plural, it's just OnlyFan right now. Well, everyone, you were asked to take a look at a reason. We have a list of four reasons why personal development should be a priority. Everyone's going to kind of talk about that, that one of those reasons. So, Glenn, mm. why don't you talk about your reason? Well, one reason that personal development should be a priority. It forces you out of your comfort zone. Comfort zones, I got to tell you, everyone has them. And there's a reason why they're so hard to get out of. Because you're comfortable. You're not going to be challenged. You're not going to feel bad. You're always going to be just squishy. You're never going to make any progress because you're just stuck with something you can expect. You know what the outcome is going to be. It's the epitome of being comfortable. You don't have to be challenged. Now, that could be applied to pretty much any part of your life, right? Your work, your relationships, your finances. Heck, what you do on TV. I mean, there's there's a reason why people will watch the same show over and over. Friends, for example, right? Everyone's seen Friends at some point. But why do they keep re-watching episodes over and over because they're comfortable. They know what's going to happen. They're not going to be challenged by, well, is the show going to be good? Uh, how many episodes in am I going to have to get before it's really something I want to invest in? Your job is the same way. You know you know what to expect at the job. It may not be a healthy or a, 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 benefiting, a beneficial job to be at right now, right? But you know the people there. You know what to expect at the job. You know what's coming. You know what day-to-day it's going to be like you get into that comfortable spot even though you may be sitting in some wonderful nails that are driving into your ass you sit on those nails long enough eventually you just get used to the pain and you just say yeah it's not that bad I can I can withstand it I'm comfortable here I you know over there that's that's the gray area I can't see what that outcome will be I have to agree you got to get out of those comfort zones that's kind of where the change happens. Exactly. Like, and kind of the whole idea of personal development, especially my biggest takeaway from learning it is it is about expanding your comfort zone. And by doing so, it, it is uncomfortable to kind of do that, at least in the beginning. But then it becomes easier. And eventually you, you go back and you look, wow, I had this all along. It's kind of crazy that this doesn't even bother me now when it used to. I don't know, if I, I don't know about you guys, but I have this thing where... I'm getting uncomfortable if I'm too comfortable. I don't know if that, that makes any sense. 
You ever sit in a really comfortable chair after a while? You're like, oh shit, this feels like ass. I need to get up. Like this is too comfortable. I don't watch the same show. Status quo sort of thing, you know? Like no, it's just you're in something for so long. You're like, I need to do something else. I don't. That's not good. I don't watch the same show. Honestly, I really don't rewatch any shows. The word I'm looking for starts with an S. Which is? I, I'm going for it. I'm looking for it. It's it's like stable or static. Complacent? Y- yeah, yeah. Same idea, but it starts with an S. It's escaping me right Stagnant. now. Stagnant. Stagnant. Thank you. Stagnant. Yeah. I mean, like for me, and the hardest thing is realizing what your comfort zone is. Because most people don't see it. I just, I just got it. I got the word stability. Stability. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you get the stability going on, it's you're, you're not growing. Yeah. Hey, I did it. Words. If you're not growing, you're dying sort of way. So stability doesn't technically exist. And so you're looking for that kind of that push to, to grow. So it's like doing yoga. You're not really always stable. You're just trying to balance the whole time. No, I've never done yoga, but I imagine that point yeah. works. Cause you're not, you try to do your thing. You try to push your limits to where you're not stable but you're trying to balance the whole time so, so how do you recognize it. when you are in a comfort zone yeah oh great question oh, yeah i imagine where it doesn't hurt or where you ask yourself or you hesitate if it's something's too easy I, and it's in your comfort zone i've got something for you now this is a visual and you can actually apply it to the the mental and the, the spiritual as well if you want but when you get up out of that chair and your ass print is still there yeah pretty much yeah. Right? Yeah. That means you sat too long. <laughs> you, you've sat in that spot for too long. It's comfortable, sure, but you've made it nowhere. You're in the same spot. That chair is shaped to fit your ass now. So grow your comfort zone instead of by getting a new ass. chair. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting for it. So yeah, getting out of the comfort zone. I think a lot of people fear just being in that awkward area where you have no clue what you're doing. I mean, for me, uh, my comfort zone was just every time I did any activities, I wanted my friends to be a part of it. Like it didn't matter. Like oh, you know, tennis, running. I want everybody to be there. And like simple things, just like going to a movie. I hated watching movies by myself, but then when you, I looked at it, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm missing out on all these things that I want to do. I just don't have somebody there with me. Watching a movie by yourself, it's like a personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. Once I got over that, that was, it was great. I'm like, I didn't lose out. You know, why hold myself back? Uh, but yeah, finding out where that zone is for you is going to be difficult. I think that's like the pillar of a lot of personal development is the the whole concept is to grow your comfort zone and expand your palette of sorts. You know, being able to do more things that you thought you weren't able to do for. And, and as we get into more of these um, topics, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see how that all plays together in a way. Jansen, why don't you tell us about your topic? My topic was, I can't read my own handwriting. It develops your strengths. So my theory is that, hey, if you're at 80, you know your strengths. You can always go 100, right? But if you somehow think you're already at 100, you got to figure out a way to stay at 100 without dropping. So knowing your strengths is also good in development. Because I know what I'm good at, 
and then I'll try to find ways to apply what I'm good at at everything else that I do. My I'm good at looking for details in things. Like if something is different, something is wrong, something that needs to be fixed later, I'll try to fix it now. Um, for instance, when I'm in a plane, you try to be intuitive, knowing what other people might need. You try to get prepped for that. So when they ask, you're like, oh, hey, I got you. That's one of the things that I'm good at. So I try to apply that to everything. I don't know about you guys, but do you have something that you're good at and you try to apply it somewhere else? Sure. My my family relationships, I'm pretty solid on those. I'm, that's one of my strengths. Um, I know I can rely on them. They know they can rely on me, no matter where I'm at, where they're at. Um, but personal development, I got to tell you, has helped me make that even more of a strength. Not only am I just sitting there going to see them every weekend, right? But I'm also saying, well, you know, how can I get better at being a, a good son to my parents? How can I be a, a better brother to my sister? Um, heck, you know, the, the aunts and uncles and the cousins that I still have out there, it's okay, well, I normally don't have many conversations with them, but it's brought me into conversations with them now. You know, I haven't spoken to them in a while. Let me let me talk to them real quick and see what's going on in their lives. That's cool. Uh, relationships, if you can make a, a strong relationship with families, you should be able to make a, a stronger relationship with friends, random acquaintances, people you work with. Yeah. So how, how do you guys recognize your strength and like how do you go about like do you want to make it something better to great you need to push it i i want to expand that that sentence that develops your strengths because i feel like it's missing the first part it identifies weaknesses to develop into strengths i might be taking the meaning off a little bit but Good. for me that's how i would look at it like i would find a weakness and how can i turn that into a strength and then of course your existing strengths are only going to be made even better as you analyze and reflect on them thing is everyone has weaknesses right do you recognize them and just focus on those and be like hey how do i be better and not have weaknesses or do you focus more on i'm good at this i'm gonna get better at that or do you do both kind of jumping at the first part about your comfort zone i consider anything outside my comfort zone a weakness and by expanding into it it develops into a strength so you're aiming for no weaknesses it, yeah it's Kind of. It, it helps readjust the definition of what, what a weakness is. You know, do I consider the ability that I can't dunk a basketball a weakness? No. For sure. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but is, it, is playing basketball out of my comfort zone? Yes. So how can I develop that into something more of a strength? Cool. I don't know, man. I still can't dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, what, what I noticed was, you know, working with the public. You know, I did it for so long. And eventually I realized... I'm pretty good at it, and I think, you know, taking a look at it, I love doing it, and I feel like once you love doing something, you're going to put a little more extra effort into it, and so now, you know, when I'm working, they, are they really buying something because of what I do or because of me, and I started to see, I'm like, oh, it could be just because of me, you know, like talking to the general public or just customer service in general <laughs> is pretty difficult. You guys definitely know that for sure. It, it became something that I didn't know that I can do. Because <laughs> <laughs> at first when I got the job as a flight attendant, I didn't really think about what comes with the job. I mean, I've, I've, been, a, I've been a waiter, I've been a server and all that stuff. Like, I'm, 
I'm okay with like letting people what we ha- know what we have and serving the food. That's nothing. The thing is like interacting with all the variables and knowing what to do with limited resources. That's kind of the thing that I didn't know that I'm going to be good at, but somehow the job made like, cause it calls for it. And then eventually I developed to be pretty okay. I wouldn't say I'm great at it, but I mean, I'm decent. Pretty much you just take customer service and put it, you know, 10,000 feet in the high. Yeah, and put it in the confined area with 300 people. It's, it's practice. It's, you know, practice eventually makes perfect. And that's how you get the strengths is by doing and practicing and just kind of getting that experience. Oh, and it was something that I have to do. Like, I already got the job. Like, what am I going to do? Oh, just kidding. I don't, I'm not really comfortable with speaking to, you know, 20 people <laughs> in front of me pointing out exits and doing a demonstration. It's just something that you have to like, oh, well, it comes with a job. Just let's, let's make this good and just be good at it. Yeah. My mom questioned me the first time. I was like, oh yeah, um, I got into being a flight attendant. Like, to be honest, like when I, when I interviewed for the job, I didn't think that I would get it. So I was just kind of like chill with all the whole interview part. Um, even the group interview, I was like, oh, I'm just going to have a conversation. But in turn, that made it better for some reason. I don't know, like caring less means caring more. You weren't overthinking it. Yeah. Cause some people were really tryhards and at the whole mm, tryhards. Yeah, the tryhards <laughs> and, the, and the whole interview um, experience. So those people actually got, you know, let go of the interview. So some people that are really relaxed and just casual actually get because they want people to be genuine on the plane. I was just about to say, yeah, they don't want genuine. you to be forced like, hey, welcome to the plane, master. How can I serve you? They don't want that. Oh, I mean, some airlines do. I don't know what kind of airlines fly it. <laughs> but the one that, I, yeah, the one that I work at, they want like genuine people that are there to help people. They're, they want people to have a good time, like have a good trip, have good memories that, you know, brand retention. So it's something that was out of my comfort zone. I didn't know I was good at it. I found out that I'm pretty good at it. Then I try to improve. Thank you. All right, I'm going to take on the third point. It boosts your confidence. And this I, I really like because as you take personal development and you expand it and you start growing with it and you fumble with it and kind of make it into your own thing, you eventually start realizing that, wow, I can do this. A lot of these tasks that you felt you know afraid of or weren't able to do or better yet outside your comfort zone, as you learn to do it and approach it, it, it that, that's kind of the nice uh, side effect of personal development. It just helps with your confidence overall. It makes you inspire to do more things. Like, why haven't I never tried this or this? Because now you are able to. Weirdly, hmm. I think the last three steps are steps. First, you get out of comfort zone. And then you realize, oh, I'm pretty good at something. And then all of a sudden, oh, I'm pretty good at something. I feel good about this. And that's where the confidence kicks in, right? Yeah. So... I don't know if step four is going to be the next step. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Boost, well, I mean, boosting your confidence is very important, right? Um, I, I'm going to give an example, right? The place I currently work, Rohit helped me get in there. Not going to lie, he did. Because uh-huh. I had been working warehouses. I'd been working retail. It's way different than the corporate environment. He said, Glenn, you'd be great for the Adobe position. Okay, I don't know jack about Adobe other than they make Photoshop and Acrobat. Oh, man. So I had no confidence but I, in, in the products itself. But I had confidence in my ability, and I had confidence in his opinion of me. So he said, let me give it a shot. 
And I said, well, uh, this may be a little bit way out of my league. I don't know the software. don't know how to play with it. I forced myself out of my comfort zone to learn the software. I turned the software into a strength. And now when I talk about the software to my customers, my clients, I'm their expert. I'm their consultant. They come to me even after they've left the company I'm with. They still come to me for advice. So I'm confident in, in my abilities. I'm confident in what I'm able to do. And it all started with getting out of the comfort zone. Yeah, what I noticed is, you know, you're also more positive. Confidence and positivity goes hand in hand. Yes. What was our phrase that we coined? Po- positive zombies? Positive zombies. Yeah. Positive that zombies. Kind of well, I mean, like, I mean, it's, that's all it takes. If you're positive, you know, people do look to you mm-hmm. for help and everything. And that just, that plays right along with the confidence. Um, like for me, like before I was, had troubles with just flowers, orders. I was terrified of weddings and everything. I never wanted to do any any of them just because I knew if I messed up, it'd be a big deal. But, you know, after 10, 15 years, I'm like, why am I still afraid? I'm still doing this. It's the same thing I do. Um, and you guys are here. It's like, oh, hey, he does great work. I'm like, after a while, you know, it eventually sticks. You know, you do build that confidence over time. I, f- I think it's a very important step in, in personal development. And it can kind of come from out external sources, too. Uh, for me, this is a funny story. When I beat Elden Ring, Okay. <laughs> I've realized, wow, I can actually do things that I've said that I couldn't do before. Uh, you know, for years I said I'll never beat a from software game. And since happening that and coming over those challenges, I went back and tried the other ones and I can do it now. And, and that, I mean, it's such a, such a funny way of looking at it, but that was enough step for me to actually start asking the questions on if I can do this, what else can I do? And what other things have I said in the past that I could not do because I didn't have the confidence where can I get that confidence to now do it? Well, building your confidence can help you get away from those self-limiting beliefs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think it helps you find your self-worth at that point, at the end. It also it helps you eliminate self-doubt. Like, if you think, if you're confident, you know that you're prepared for whatever comes at you, right? You're not going to doubt, like, oh, am I going to be able to do this? Yeah, you are. You're set. You're good. Go for it. What's the worst thing going to happen? You got this. Exactly. Nothing to worry about. Self-confident boost. I mean, take take me hosting the podcast. It's another example of the confidence. Yeah. You Three got minutes this. ago, yeah. you were crying. <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes ago, I was in the, in the corner. And, you know, and I had to I had to tell myself that. Like, man, you beat Elden Ring. You can do you this. You can do this. <laughs> Just dodge and strike. Dory, get it without weeks, the being crying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't plan on getting hit. No point of wearing armor. You can do anything as long as you have the right mindset for it. Okay. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself. All right. Moving on to number four. All right. And the last one. Scotty. Um, personal development. It improves your self-awareness. So self-awareness, you know, we talk about it all the time on the show. And what it is, it's being able to focus on and perceive and understand you yourself. I'm just taking a step back and looking at what you want in life, what you want, your morals, your beliefs and everything. And, I, you know, a lot of the times... Most of us don't do that. It's just we're so busy with our day-to-day. Um, but yes, why is it important? I mean, for me, it was my first step into personal development. Um, you know, we talked about you know, complacency <coughs> being uh, the hindrance for personal growth, and it really is. Um, before personal development, I was going through, you know, 
just the motion. I was ha- fine being a florist. My day to day, you know, Rohit would ask me, "Oh, how you doing? Like, how do you like being a f- farmer, florist?" I'm like, "Oh, I love it. It's great. Whatever." Um, I was just going through my routine. You know, I didn't think I wanted anything else. You know, it was just very similar to your story. Uh, but you know, I think one night we went walking around like the neighborhood. We were just talking, and he just told me, "He's like, how about how about you?" sell yourself instead of just worrying about like, you know, selling flowers, you know, you are more important than that. You know, sell what you can provide that nobody else can. And that just kind of blew my mind. I never thought about something like that. It's just, for me, it was just the byproduct wherever I was panning off, you know, which was flowers or veggies or anything in my case. But then when he mentioned that, I was like, Oh wow. Okay. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Like there's, there's, I'm bigger than this. I mean, I want more than this. And I think that was just the first pretty much pebble off the mountain that started rolling. Um, I, don't, I don't think you, from a first person perspective, I, I get that why you don't see that. But from a third person perspective, like I've seen you in the market more than at times I can count. It's your, your aura is different than everybody else's <laughs> around you. If, you, if you're, if anyone can agree with me, like you, you go, you go look, you go visit him. And you see everybody else's stand, and like you see how he's working around his table. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna buy from that guy. Well, like I'm not just saying because I've known you for like 20 years, but I'm just saying like it, it's a different vibe, like seeing you work. So, it's there. I mean, going back to your your topic of the strength, you know, that's where I realized I was really good at talking to people, and I love talking to people. So, I just didn't want any awkward, you know, silences. I, I, they're here to buy, and they're experiencing something that Seattle can give them, only Seattle can give them, the Pike Place Market. I kind of want them to have a good experience. So I was thinking about them. I was like, I don't want you to just sit here and just be in an awkward buying situation. You know, you're here for for Seattle, for flowers, and just this whole thing. But yeah. That's a probably a good idea to keep in mind. Like, you're selling yourself as a brand. Like, don't worry about what you're doing. Just, you're you. Yeah. Nobody else has your brand. Just know what you're good at and sell that. And then, yeah. And the other thing is, you know, with self-awareness you realize you know what really motivates you i mean it's gonna be different for all of us you know my motivation is gonna be different from yours gonna be different from yours patrick i mean like you sit down like is money family health you know experience i know like for you you love you know experiencing new things flying i mean that's not high on my list definitely but you know it's awesome i mean like it doesn't have to be the same as everybody else Right. And self, self-awareness can also help you see what roadblocks you've put in your own way. Yes, indeed. And, and once you actually start, like we did, we talked in the previous episode, reflection, right? When you start reflecting, you take in your, your self-awareness, you know what you've put in your way, you can take the steps to get out of your own way. Yeah, out of all, all of these priorities that we've listed i think this one is probably the most important to kind of get down or, or at least start with is that reflection because that is where quoting rohit where the magic happens oh yeah uh understanding you know you can't do any of these other steps until you start with that internal reflection or, or self look so these steps are not in particular order no 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 these are four yeah, feel these free are to, four reasons why they should match. be a priority you know, and <clears throat> reflecting is definitely the highest priority in my in my opinion is being understand to your feelings and motivations and why you do the certain things you do and and then it kind of everything else kind of comes with it. I think that's a good idea to take a step back and on your daily 
I want to say chores, but daily routine, life, daily routine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just see, like, am I still want to do this? Should I? There's there anywhere I want to improve? Something I want to stop doing? Something I want to start doing? Things like periodically, you probably want to think about that. I think Rohit would say journaling would be a good idea. But I mean, sometimes if you don't, just think about what's going on in your life and how people are reacting to yourself. It kind of, all of these reasons kind of act together. You, you reflect on, for example, like the comfort zone. Something is outside my comfort zone. So you reflect on why that is. And from there, you understand how you could develop into a strength. And then by developing into a strength, you now boost your confidence. It, it all kind of flows together. Not nice. necessarily in, in that specific order, but these kinda. are very four big priorities of why personal development is very important to yourself and, you know, your futureness. Doesn't have to be steps. They kind of weave into each other, go back and forth. Yeah, I think for me, my first step was the self awareness. That's the big eye opener. And it was uh, the other week's episode. It was the, the one of the difficult questions. Are you happy where you are now? You know, oh, man. Mm. old me would have been like, oh yeah, it's great. Now I'm just like, no, I want more. I really do. So so, what can I do to get there? So like I said, my path is different. Yeah, this hit me first. Um, reflecting though, you nailed it right on the nose. It's hard. It's where the the, the magic happens. Yeah, <laughs> it it starts the process. I mean, it, it gives you that time to look at yourself and go, okay, what what have I done to hinder my progress? What can I do to get out of that now? What can I do to start making that progress? Here's what I I can do. Here's what I'm not comfortable doing. But you know what? That's something I need to do to get where I want to be. So you expand that comfort zone. If you take the action and expand your comfort zone, yes. make it something you're willing to do. Thinking about what you need to do and what you want to do, it's probably a pretty big one. It, it's a hard thing, right? Because you know, sometimes we don't want to do what we need to do, right? Right. So as we uh, as we kind of wrap this episode up, guys, what what does everyone think about the list overall? It's great. It, it's great. I feel like you can't do one without the other. They all lead into each other. You really... Yeah, yeah they're they're almost like all four major steps. You, you can't leave any of them out, and they all somewhat lead to the next. It, it's almost like a circle of sorts. It's a roundabout. A roundabout, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the roundabout guide to yeah. personal development. <laughs> well, all right, then. Uh, let's go ahead and just uh, then wrap us up, then. So today on the GYST podcast, we learned of four reasons why personal development should be a priority. It forces you out of your comfort zone. It develops your strengths. It boosts your confidence and it improves your self-awareness. These are all great things to keep in mind when on your self-improvement, personal development journey and very important steps that you should always account for. Thanks everyone for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.